Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Fearlessly Girl podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Today, I am dropping in with a Q&A episode. I thought this would be fun to do every month. I get so many questions from our facilitators, from incredible women in our community, from the emails I send out, and I thought it would be really fun to answer some of like the most asked questions and just covering a wide variety of topics. I always love when I listen to podcasts and they just kind of have episodes where everything is talked about. I think it's really fun. So um, I'm gonna be answering five questions that kind of came up the most this month and give you a little update on things before we dive in. So first and foremost, we are offering the certification as a summer school program now, which I thought would be really fun where you just get that little added support uh, as you go through the program. So you get immediate access to it. Of course, you have lifetime access to it. But through the month of July, you're going to be able to book office hours with me every week. You're going to be able to get that one-on-one -on -one support if you choose. We're also going to be going live as a group each week where we can dive even deeper into the course material and do some hot seat coaching. And you can get my eyes on your business, your program that you're creating, things like that. So really, really excited about summer school. Plus, if you just so happen to be listening to this before June 25th and you can't wait to sign up, this is your time, now is your time to do this, uh, you also will get the VIP upgrade for free, which is just so much value in that VIP upgrade. And I'm also offering a special summer school only price. Things are expensive out there and I never want the cost of the program to be the thing that stops you from living your dreams and making this a reality. And you've heard me say it a thousand times that we need girls empowerment programming now more than ever. And I just wanna make this really accessible and kind of a no brainer. Hell yes, let's do it, let's go all in. So if you are interested, you can of course book a call with me to chat more about it in the show notes of the podcast, but you can also send me a message. I will link to my Instagram or you can email us on the website. I'll put my email in the show notes and I will send you the crazy amazing discount code that we have for summer school as well, okay? So that's update number one. Update number two is the Become a Sought After Girls Empowerment Leader Masterclass Bundle is available for pre-order, so it's huge discount right now and you get the become a sought after girls empowerment leader full masterclass you get the full book an ebook and there is just so much value in there no book like this has ever hit the market before i'm so so proud of it and you also get a really really in-depth workbook as well so i'll be sharing more about that on our social medias um, over the next few weeks before that goes live. The price will go up once it goes live so you can access it for the pre-order price right now and get an extra um, super exciting bonus as well. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes below if you're interested in that. And that could be a great place to start if you aren't sure about going all in on the certification. Um, it's perfect for those of you that work with girls in some capacity and you're just looking to deepen your skills for the existing work you do. You're not necessarily 
called to be a facilitator, to be running your very own programs, etc. you know, depending on, on what your goals are. But if you are already working with girls as an educator, as a counselor, as a coach, as, you know, you name it, this program is going to help you become the go-to girls empowerment leader. You're going to be able to deepen your skills. You're going to have an even greater understanding of girl world, the pressures, the expectations. You're going to be able to make your programs even better. It's so exciting. Like I said, nothing like this has ever existed before. So I'm really, really proud of it. And I can't wait to unleash it into the world. So if you are interested and you want to get it at a crazy, crazy price, um, check it out in the show notes below. So as far as updates, that's it. Those are the two things that are cooking right now. Uh, Let's dive into the episode. I've got five amazing questions I cannot wait to answer for you. Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Girl podcast, dedicated to creating a kinder girl world. I'm your host, Kate Whitfield, speaker, author, girls empowerment expert, and the founder of Fearlessly Girl. Join me, our incredible facilitators, and inspiring guest experts each week as we share our best tips and strategies to help you make an impact and income building your dream girls empowerment business or side hustle, offer impactful programming in your schools and communities, and inspire an entire generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Tune in as we create a kinder girl world together. Okay, let's dive into these juicy questions. The first one is, what made you start Fearlessly Girls? So I love that question because I don't really go too deep into the origin story very often. Um, anymore. I used to talk about it doing the summits in schools and just like share about my journey from being in high school, being in middle school, being super insecure, being like really struggling with confidence, honestly. I mean, I was so happy outside. I grew up on a farm, like out in the wilderness, in the woods with the cows and the horses. I was like super happy, super confident. But when I was around my peers and at school, I I did struggle with confidence and self-esteem and speaking up in class. Like even if I knew the answer, I just was like honestly terrified to speak in front of anyone, which is kind of funny and ironic because now I have spoken to well over, well over 100,000 people um, in person and through our live virtual events. So it really was a bit of a journey for me, but I started Fearlessly Girl officially when I was 16. I incorporated it when I was 16. And I had the idea for it a bit before then um, because I just saw how complicated girl world was. Like I saw the pressures and the expectations and girls were so mean to each other. And I was always trying to kind of be the peacekeeper and I would see bullying, but I didn't have the confidence to really step in and do anything about it. So I would go home crying. And I remember I was at a private school when this like really hit and it just was, the bullying was just really bad and it didn't feel like there was any really honestly anything being done about it. And I really struggled with that and I wanted to do something about it. So I remember going home to my dad one day and I was like crying and I was so upset and and dad really kind of helped me come up with like, okay, like maybe you need to do something about this. Like maybe you need to bring a program in or, or do something and start something. And so my dad's an entrepreneur and I always figured I would be an entrepreneur in some shape or form. Um, I didn't think it was going to be this necessarily, but 
I did recognize the need for a program coming into my school. So I started Googling it and looking, and this was back in the early 2000s. And I mean, there was just really nothing out there that existed in any meaningful way or in a way that I felt was really relevant or spoke to me or my friends. And so I kind of felt a bit like, Ugh, okay, well, like that didn't work out. But then my dad really encouraged me to be like, well, why don't you be the one to start this? And that was such a giant step out of my comfort zone. Like, I can't even tell you. It was just like, what? Me? Like, I can hardly even order pizza without, you know, being so freaked out and having a minor panic attack. Like, I really hated talking to people. (laughs) And so it really did seem like something totally insane. But I recognized that there was a need for it. And I started playing around with this idea. And I remember doing a presentation to my science class of all things. And I remember the teacher being like really moved by it. And that was really kind of like, oh, like, okay, like maybe, maybe there is something to this. And I dove into like bullying research and really trying to see like what, like what could be done here. And I started getting some ideas for programs, presentations, things like that. And so my dad helped me incorporate the company and be, I didn't have a name for it back then. So it was just, the Kate Whitfield Corporation, (laughs) which perhaps not the most imaginative, but I really started to like the idea of having a company, having, having something like that. The entrepreneurial bug in me really got totally lit up around that time. And so incorporated the company. My dad had to come on as a director because in BC, you couldn't on your own incorporate a company at 16. So dad came on as a director and it was really kind of just like an exciting time to be dreaming up these programs and I really did fall in love with um, just like understanding the subconscious mind and our limiting beliefs and confidence and things like that and so I ended up really diving into this and I did homeschooling for two years to basically graduate early so I did grades 11 and 12 in one year while I worked on this business and I realized pretty quickly because I was so young I was going to need something to give me a bit of credibility And so what that was for me was I decided to go to hypnotherapy school, like you heard me write hypnotherapy school in um, California, which I thought honestly was just the coolest thing in the entire world and really helped me more than anything transform my confidence and how I saw myself, like the amount of subconscious work I was doing as a part of that program was mind blowing and really is what kind of gave me that confidence and that belief in myself to go out there and to put myself out there. And so I did that and it was around that time as well that I started thinking like, okay, if I'm gonna be taken seriously in this space, I, I need a book. Like that was my solution was like, well, people will hire me if I, need a, if I had a book. Cause I was like putting feelers out and I was kind of sharing this idea for this program. At that point it was called Empowered Gal Inc. <laughs> and I found an old business card that I had made from all the way back then. And it was just wild to see and just kind of like really appreciate the evolution of the whole thing. I had my Yorkie and me were like the the logo was so cute and I just like have so much love for that version of myself that was trying you know like I had no clue what I was doing but I really did believe that we needed programs like you know what would end up being the fearlessly girl summit program in schools and so I ended up um, writing a book and I took about six months 
to, to write the book and it was called The Empowered Gals, Nine Life Lessons. Real vibe. Um, you can probably still find copies out there in the world. I mean, I talk about like Friendster and MySpace in the book, like it's highly irrelevant, <laughs> highly irrelevant. Um, and it's why I've actually, here's a little sneak peek, um, have been working on a complete and utter rewrite, revamp. It's a whole new book essentially, and it's gonna be published as a whole new book. But I figured the time had come full circle, like there needs to be a new book out in the world. So that's coming out by the end of the summer. So there's a little sneak peek there. Stay tuned for that. Um, but I wrote the book and I published the book and I ended up meeting Mark Victor Hansen from Chicken Soup for the Soul, who was just like so supportive and put me in touch with, um, uh, it was like a self-publisher kind of thing, iUniverse, and they took care of all of the like editing and it was a cool thing. I don't know if it's still around, probably is. Um, but anyway, published the book and that really did open up a lot of doors because it was like, well, actually, you know, he was 20 years old without any experience, degree, anything. But I was like, but I have a book. <laughs> and so schools did start kind of giving me the time of day. And that was when I started piloting the the program, the, the Fearlessly Girls Summit program, which ended up being totally transformational and beyond beyond anything I could have ever dreamed up when I was, you know, still in high school. So I'm so proud of that. But it took years of trial and error. And it was really that book and then that program that launched Fearlessly Girl into what it is today. So that was essentially it. I just saw a need. Um, it was something I was really passionate about. I was really, I wanted to do something. I felt really powerless. And this gave me like a feeling of, okay, like I can actually do something here. I can make a difference. I can create something that's really going to matter. And I can build a business doing it. And that that really is what gave me the confidence. It was the doing of it, you know, it was figuring it out as I went, it was trusting myself. It was like being really scrappy and just going all in and saying yes to opportunities and being so violently out of my comfort zone that I had no choice but to to grow and and expand and gain that confidence and you know, it opened, it did open up so many doors for me. I was doing breakfast television in Vancouver um, often, and, and that was totally terrifying, but so amazing at the same time. So it was all these things that just, I just said yes to, and the journey has been so incredible, but it really did start with like just feeling super powerless and, and wanting to create the program that I needed, to be honest. I wasn't this wasn't a program that, um, you know, I was like an expert in creating. It was something that I, I kind of did out of necessity, to be honest. And and then just seeing the impact that it's had on, you know, oh, well over 100,000 girls at this point. And now our facilitators are running the program and making it their own and impacting even more girls in such incredible, spectacular ways. It, it It's something I'm super proud of. But yeah, it, it, that was why I started it. And it wasn't like I had this big goal in mind. I mean, that came as I as I started getting into it, but I just, I saw a need and I, I wanted to do something about it. And I was entirely unqualified <laughs> to do it, but it was one of those like, you learn as you go on the job training kind of thing. So anyway, yeah, that's why I started Fearlessly Girl. Okay, next question, and that follows really well after the first one is, can you actually make a living doing this or is it just a feel-good idea? It's both, it's both. It's, 
you feel great. I mean, I talk to the facilit- our facilitators all the time and they're just like on cloud nine. Like doing this work, it just lights them up and it lit me up doing this work for a decade and a half. There's nothing quite like impacting a room full of girls in this kind of way and seeing the transformation and the shift and the forgiveness not only you know towards each other but just girls forgiving themselves and loving themselves and falling in love with themselves and loving each other back to life i mean it honestly is just the ultimate incredible day on the job and i'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to do that for so long and now to be empowering so many women to have that exact same feeling and opportunity so yes feel good idea check that box but also it is the only job i have ever had i was actually thinking about this right before i recorded the podcast there 99 of every dollar i've ever made in my life has been doing this work and what a blessing right like i've made an incredible living doing this work traveled the world um gotten to live out my dreams, doing work that matters. And so I wouldn't have gone all in on this certification program with the facilitators, with like so much business training if if it wasn't a viable business. Like if it was just a feel good thing, I would call it that, right? Because there's nothing wrong with that. If this was just something like a volunteer thing or whatever, like that's amazing. But I really do believe in empowering women to make money doing good work and doing work that matters and work that lights them up. And I want all of our facilitators to be as successful at this financially as they want because the sky really is the limit. And I've proven that to myself. I mean, in the very beginning, I had many people tell me like, oh, well, like that's cute, but what what are you actually gonna do? Like, how are you actually gonna make a living? And I mean, I did use that to motivate me for sure in the beginning. And and now, I mean, there's just so many more ways to make a living doing this with like online programs and courses and trainings and things like that. But back in the day, it was really just going out there, boots on the ground, speaking at schools and events and things like that. And I loved it, you know, like it was it was a challenge for sure, but I knew that it was viable. And now I can, you know, because I've lived it and because I've done it and because this has been the only way that I have supported myself and paid my rent and paid my bills and all of that, I can really, really stand by the claims like, yes, you can make a full-time living doing this or a part-time living or a side hustle or something you do on weekends or evenings or something that maybe you do just want to do to volunteer. Like there really is no right or wrong way to go out and, and do this kind of work. And so when I talk to the facilitators, every single one of them is doing something so different with this work. Some are quitting their jobs. Some are cutting back the hours that they're working. Some of them love their jobs and are doing this on the weekend. Some are just doing this as a volunteer on a volunteer basis. So they're and that inspires me too you know like it's just exciting to see how everyone's taking this training and these materials and breathing new life into them and doing with them as they see as they see fit and really making that impact and that income doing this incredible work so to answer the question yes you can absolutely make a great living doing this and there's no shame in that like it's okay to charge good money for good work 
And there are so many more avenues now to make to make money doing this work. Like I mentioned, I mean, you can monetize a blog or a podcast. You can create online workshops. You can do online virtual events. You can do conferences. You can do brand partnerships, which is what really skyrocketed the earning potential of Fearlessly Girl was teaming up with brands and athletes. So there's just as many ways that you can monetize this kind of work as you can dream up. And that's what I love working with the facilitators on and my coaching clients is dreaming up new ways of doing this, of making good money doing this, and more importantly, really making that incredible impact doing the work that you love. So um, yes, you can definitely make a living doing this. <laughs> okay, so the third question is, what are some of the best programs to run as you get started? I love this question. Um, some of the best programs to run as you get started really depend on your comfort level, your community, your goals. But I would say in terms of the easiest to get started, least expensive would be doing virtual events, doing like um, online mentorship program, online coaching, even doing an online workshop or workshop series or girls group. I love the idea of memberships, like a, a low monthly price where you get, you know, a bunch of girls in a monthly membership where you serve, you know, online. You can host that through so many different great, um, I guess, websites. Like I use Kajabi, for example, but there are a lot of other ones and a lot of ones that are, you know, a lot less expensive than that if you're just getting started. But to have some kind of online meeting place and what that does is, you're not so reliant on just your local community. You don't have to go find a space to host an event. You don't have to like actually, you know, get people going from point A to point B. Um, what you do lose with that is you lose that one-on-one -on -one connection, which is really, I mean, don't, I shouldn't say you lose it. It's not quite as in depth as when you're in person, but if you're looking for a way to kind of test this out, get started inexpensively, quickly, I would suggest going the online route. And that also just helps you build your confidence with the programming and things like that. Um, but if you are, you know, if you love, like I love, I absolutely love, and so many of our facilitators love that one-on-one -on -one connection. So starting off with a workshop or a workshop series in your community, a lot of our facilitators have had luck getting spaces at their local schools or their community centers or their libraries, either really inexpensively or sometimes even free. And, and just, you know, putting feelers out, like announcing it to your, your existing um, social media pages or email lists or communities that you're a part of and, and just using kind of even word of mouth. Like if you're a parent, who are your daughter's, you know, friend's parents, like just sharing through the community that you are already a part of and starting small, maybe you get three girls or 10 girls or whatever. And that's, that's amazing. Like serve those girls, make that the best program possible, and then kind of keep building on that. So that's a great way to get started. If your goal is to be a speaker, like a school speaker or speak at conferences, keynote speaker, things like that, you can definitely start, start that way. I mean, that's what I did. I just started going out speaking at at schools, so you're gonna have to kind of hit the ground, pound the pavement, get out there um, in terms of, of spreading the word at schools and putting a video together. What you're gonna wanna do is have something to show, right? You're gonna wanna have a video reel, you're gonna wanna have a, like a, a good website with pictures, things like that. 
But in terms of getting started, depending on your goals is, yeah, virtually great. Uh, people understand virtual events now more than ever, for better or worse. And, um, and if you want to do something in your community, I recommend starting with one of our you know, one of our workshops, do a few hours or half a day, make it a great event, make it really exciting, and then build from there. So that's what I recommend doing to get started. I also think having an online membership is a great thing to offer on the back end of any program you're doing. So like if I were to start Fearlessly Girl over again, I would absolutely build an online membership. So when I'd go and speak at a school, I'd say, hey, and if you guys loved this, join my membership. It's $10 a month. You get X, Y, and Z. You get monthly workshop with me. You get a monthly workbook. You get affirmations. You get what, like whatever, right? Like you can really tailor make it and make it your own. So I would think about launching with, with that in conjunction with whatever kind of your main signature program is. Um, but yeah, also don't overthink it. Don't wait for it to be perfect. Don't wait to have it all figured out. I mean, the best way to start is to start, (laughs) and learn as you go and figure it out and start from where you're at with what you have. Start small and just keep building. Okay, moving along. The next question is, what are some mistakes that you made along the way that you would do differently? And I love that question because of course I made mistakes, like so many. (laughs) It's actually gonna be hard to narrow it down. But what really comes to mind is the mistake that I made that I would do over again if I could was that I waited too long to go big. I waited too long to work with brands, to work with athletes, to do big events. I was waiting for some magical thing. Like I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what I was actually waiting for, but I think on some level it was like, well, I need to be more successful or I need to have more followers on social media. I need X, Y, or Z. And I think a lot of that was just limiting beliefs that I was dealing with that that's what was preventing me from taking that next step and taking it bigger. I wish I wouldn't have waited so long because for so long um, I was just doing school programs. Like I was super reliant upon getting booked and I was getting booked. So that was great. But the the income and the impact I was making doing that versus the income and impact I was making by working with brands and doing big events my goodness like there's there's honestly no comparison and then when you have that reach and you you have the ability to make that impact on girls I mean it's it's so much easier than to go on to the next thing and just to keep building and keep growing and and it was so fun for me honestly to to work with these brands and to put these events together and have a team of people that I was working with it and just to see what like the looks on the girls' faces when they would walk in to some of these events and just be like, oh my gosh, like this is all for me. And that was the exact feeling I wanted them to have was like, wow, I'm special, like I matter. And working with brands that have a lot of money, you're able to to really give girls an incredible experience. You're able to reach girls in communities and schools that wouldn't ordinarily be able to afford you to come in and... I really wish I wouldn't have waited so long in my career to like get that and understand that. I honestly think I could have been starting to reach out to brands, you know, within the first few years, especially once I got the summit up and running. I didn't have to wait until I had 10,000 followers on Instagram, which I still don't have, you know, like that's not even a priority for me anymore when it comes to the Fearlessly Girl page. It's not about 
the numbers. It's not about, it's about the impact and the quality of the programming. And yeah, that's what I would, I would realize it wasn't about that stuff sooner. And it was about teaming up with, with people that could really get the message out there and, and bring this program to even more girls. And it was so much fun, you guys. It was so much fun doing this. It was definitely a step out of my comfort zone, but I really was ready and I, I, I figured it out as I went, like I've done my whole career with all the things that I do. I never know how I'm gonna do it. I just start doing it and, you know, one way or another, some version of what I envisioned has worked out because action beats everything, right? Like just getting started and getting out there. But yeah, I would, I would, 100% start pitching brands, making connections with brands I wanted to work with, keeping them in the loop, following up, pitching different ideas, and and just kind of waiting for that one opportunity. Because once you get one opportunity, it's so much easier to get more opportunities. And you don't have to wait for five years or 10 years. It was 10 years, like I did. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, start thinking outside the box, reaching out, to brands you want to work with, athletes, influencers, you know, whoever in your space is somebody that, you know, you think is really great. And I see our facilitators doing that now because I really like, you know, (laughs) I've made it a priority to share how I did it. I mean, I teach that inside the program, how I did that and how I got the brand deals and the pitch decks and all of that kind of thing. Like I give templates for that inside the program, but just kind of the more the, the, the encouragement to just go after it. And I see them reaching out to different people in their industries and running conferences and getting big brand deals um, kind of right off the bat. And I love that. And I think it's really empowering and really exciting. So yeah, that's one. If, if I could pick one, that would be the, the mistake I made was just waiting too long to go big. And the last question for today's episode, I hope you've liked this Q&A episode. I've really enjoyed doing it. It's actually really fun. So if you like it, let me know. Send me a DM, send me an email, you know, get in touch. I'm easy to get in touch with. So get in touch with me. And um, I would just love to hear if you love this, if you have any questions you'd like me to answer on the next one of these, um, or if you just totally hated it and you're like, don't ever do that again, you can let me know. Um, But the last question is, do I still work in schools with girls? Do I still speak with girls? And I was asked that a few times in the last few weeks. And and I don't, I do not anymore do that. Um, I did that for about 15 years and it lit me up. And it was the most, like, honestly, it's one of the things I'm most grateful for in my entire life. It was such a blessing, such a gift. It was so profound. It changed me in the most amazing ways. But I just feel now my time is better spent giving other women the opportunity and the the platform and the help and the support and the encouragement to do that themselves. That's where my heart is now when it comes to Fearlessly Girl. It's not going out there and, and doing the school programs. It was incredible. It was amazing. And before COVID, when, you know, things changed for everyone, um, I felt like fearlessly girl. Like I felt like a completeness before I knew what was ahead. I felt a completeness. I remember the last school I spoke at, it was in New York. It was this amazing tour that I did with Go Noodle. And it was this really, really incredible school with these incredible young women. And I remember standing back and I I remember putting my hand on my heart. Like I, I have right now, you can't see, but trust me. And I just felt complete. I felt like 
okay, okay, like that there's something, this is done, there's something else. And I didn't know what that looked like and I didn't know what it meant. And obviously looking back now, it all makes sense, but I did have kind of the sense of, okay, that's that's it now. And at this point, um, you know, as COVID started and I, I kept getting messages from uh, one of our incredible facilitators, Raquel Farella, and she was the first one who uh, who went through the program. She was emailing me. She's like, please do a certification program. Please do a certification program. And I'm like, I'm busy. I can't do it. And when COVID hit and everything changed, I was like, oh, well, I actually don't have that excuse anymore. Like, let's do it. And I thought it was only going to be for her. I thought because like she was born to do this work. I, I, I'm like, it'll only be her, but I'll make the program for her. <laughs> <laughs> and you know obviously now that's turned into the biggest part of the business and and being able to work with other women like her who are so passionate and excited and driven and just the coolest that's what really lights me up right now like I love seeing them doing work that they're meant to do like this is what lights them up like it lit me up and I know the feeling and I know I know how incredible it feels and how amazing it is to support yourself and your family doing this work and doing work that you love and making such a big impact girls need this program now more than ever honestly truly I mean it's I really think girls are struggling and and they need a safe space to come together with each other to talk to connect to grow, to support each other. It's vital and it's a win, win, win. Like everybody wins. The girls win, you win, parents win, schools win, the brands that you work with win. I mean, everybody wins. And I think that's just amazing to be, if that's the work that you're doing in this world and everyone's winning and it's just so positive. So um, that's really what lights me up right now. I mean, I miss for sure doing like working with these girls or it was so incredible. I mean, it was like these programs were so effective and going in and seeing the results happening all around me. It was just totally beautiful. It was magical. But like I said, now passing the torch on to all of our facilitators to go out there and make magic in their own communities and their own schools and starting their own organizations and creating their own programs. I mean, that that's that's my vibe right now. So no, I'm not out there doing school programs. When I have schools, contact Fearlessly Girl looking for programming. That is when I pass them on to our facilitators who are, you know, doing doing incredible work in their own communities and things like that. So anyway, loved it. So grateful for it. But now I feel like my time is better spent helping all these other women make their girls empowerment dreams a reality. So Anyway, that's it. That's the five questions. Uh, yeah, that was really that was really fun, and I wanted to do this for a while, but it wasn't until this month that I started taking note of like, what am I getting asked all the time? What am I getting asked on the facilitator calls? What am I getting asked on the discovery calls for the women who want to be a part of this program? Um, what emails am I getting? What DMs am I getting? And so those are the ones that really kind of came up a lot this month. So if you have a question, reach out to me. I would love to answer it the next time I do one of these. And um, all the links that I mentioned to everything is in the show notes, the brand new masterclass bundle, which is crazy low price right now. And also the summer school for July for the certification. It really is a great time to get in on that. If you want a little more support to go through the program together, you get like one-on-one access to me like never before, and you get it at an incredibly 
amazing price because grapes cost 20 bucks these days, right? Like we, you need to get a break somewhere. <laughs> we all need that. And um, I thought this would be a really great way to give back and um, bring this program to even more women, therefore bringing this program to even more girls. So reach out to me, book a call with me, check out the, the page online. All the information is there. If you have any questions, you wanna be a part of this incredible, beautiful, powerful, transformational community, I would love to connect and answer any questions you may have. Um, but yeah, until then, find me on Instagram at Fearlessly Girl. Connect on there. We've got a bunch of fun reels coming out. Um, so check those out. And, uh, and yes, yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode. I will see you then. Bye for now. <laughs>